Hey, what's lemon making now? Arts and crafty projects, wow! Just sit back, he'll show you how. It's Lemon's Great Corner. Making stuff that's really neat. Crafty projects that can't be beat off to. You're all in for quite a treat. It's Lemon's Craft Corner. Boners. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Bump Girl, but that's beside the point. This is Lemon's Craft Corner. Yay! Hello. Hello, Bump Girl. Yeah, no, you're with me, yes. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Where, where do you... Okay, this is a personal question, of course, but where do you buy your sex toys? Uh, well, there's, there's some stores and there's some... Your answer is already incorrect. You should not be buying sex toys. Next frame, please. You need to be making your own sex toys. <laughs> now, I don't need this book on hand because I've read this book. This book is called Make Your Own Sex Toys, 50 Quick and Easy Do-It-Yourself Projects. Now, you're going to say... Finally! Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're going to say. Now, now uh, we're actually going to start out here. Um, uh, Bump Girl, I think you'll probably like this one a lot. Uh, can I get the frame, please? Okay. So, this, uh, this project is called Bubble Wrap Blow. Okay, now... Um, so is this something that, like, I do with my partner? Like, I, I'm blowing? No, no. Yeah. Wait, yes? Uh, well, no, uh, you're, you're actually kind of close. Um, what you have uh, is a mouth, right? Yeah, you. You personally have a mouth. Um, presumably, whoever it is that you're uh, sleeping with has a, uh, a penis, um, but we're going to actually, with this toy, we're going to cut you out of the equation. This is called the, the bubble wrap blow. Now, what you do is uh, you take your bubble wrap and you just kind of get a sort of a, like a pussy out of it. I mean, maybe a mouth. I'm not really sure. Now, now obviously, I don't like, like I don't know exactly how, how big around you are how rough you like it, but, uh, but you get sort of some bubble wrap, uh, and, you, and you wrap it up, right? Now, I don't know why you're moving away from me <laughs> while I'm trying to teach you how to make your own sex toys. That's ridiculous. All right, look. Now, you're going, okay, so, so here we go. So you have a mouth, and that's great, but what I have here is uh, uh, the next adequate substitute, but what you, what you also have is saliva, so what we're going to do is just kind of just pour some lube... Just get some lube in there. And there we go. Yeah. You're dripping. Uh, well. On the floor. Uh, well, that's one of the side products. Like, here's, here's, here's the great thing about the bubble wrap blow. Can I get the next frame here? Is that there's a handy hint. Don't just chuck your used sex toys in the trash. As the saying goes, reduce, reuse, recycle. For the environmentally aware, the bubble wrap blow can be washed out and reused as you feel like it. Alternatively, if you prefer, why not wind down by popping some of the bubbles? Would you like to pop some bubbles with me? Yeah. Yeah, the bubbles that are covered in lube. Does that sound like a pleasant... There, there's stuff all over them. Um, it's, it's just there's some lube. stuff, there's but you, no, you, you kind of spilled some stuff on oh, them. Oh, yeah, quite a bit, quite a bit. No, um, all right, thanks. All right. all right, fine, all right. You don't like that idea. Fine, that's fine. That's fine, that's fine. I have other ideas. I have other ideas. You, you can have that later. I would like you, please, uh, please kind of bounce your eyes away from it for a moment. All right. 
Now, uh, can I get the next frame here? Now, wait, uh, you're uh, holding a sock. Yeah. Uh, this is this is sex toy number two, and it's called the sloppy sock. <laughs> sloppy sock. Now, did you fucking wash that sock? Reduce, reuse, and recycle. And wash. Washing is wasteful. There's three R's. There's reduce, there's reuse, there's recycle. So, so this is actually, um, the bubble wrap blow, a little complicated. Uh, this is a little simpler. So what you're going to do is, you're going to take your sock, right? And you're just going to put some lube in there. <laughs> just really... Just get it. I, you're, you drip, you dripped it. What the fuck? <laughs> now. Hey, Stog, it's water. <laughs> I've made a covenant with my eyes. Now, <laughs> now what you do is, and this is the important next step, uh, once you're done putting the lube in the sock, what you're going to want to do uh, is fuck it. Okay. Now, once you fucked your sock, once you fucked your Wait, sock, there, there's a step three. There is, there is a step three. After you're done fucking your sock, and here's the lovely thing about the sloppy sock. Now, the the thing, uh, the the bubble wrap blow. You can. <laughs> why are you vomiting? I don't understand. The the bubble wrap blow. You can pop the bubbles, but there's a really lovely thing about the sloppy sock on the next card. Uh, which is that any seepage and spillages can be mopped up by the sock afterwards. Naturally. But, but then you want. So it's really just the economical choice. Oh, God. Right. I don't think there's a lot of, like, mopping capability left in that sock. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Did you not like that one? Did you not like that one? Well, it was, it was economical, but, you know, uh, in terms of sexiness, yeah. like, you're... Fucking a goddamn sock. You just pulled that out of the fucking bottom of your goddamn laundry bin, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then you poured all your lube, all of your lube yeah. into yeah. it. You're out of lube. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. are you? What are you going to do? Uh, as I believe I told people, uh, fuck it. It's gonna fuck it. No, but like, what about next time? Do you have to go to the store? You told me I didn't have to go to a store. Well, you don't have to go to a sex toy store. Look, all right, fine. You don't like that one. I feel like you're judging me. I have one more. Well, I have actually a couple more, but, but uh, <laughs> we'll make this as brief as we can. Do I have to watch it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really, it's, uh, it's important to me that you watch it. Um, please don't walk away. All right. Okay. So, so, um, so the, the, next, uh, the next toy that I'm going to teach you how to make is called the Fruity Scoopy. <laughs> Fruity Scoopy. Now, uh, here's how... Here's how the Fruity Scoopy works. Okay. What you start out with is a cantaloupe. Now, I know, I know, oh, I know. You're thinking, now, how is this going to work? Well, I didn't really want to bring... If you touched your zipper, I'm walking out of this bar. Actually, Lemon, I'm wondering if that's uh, one of the chain of cantaloupes that's been recalled. Actually, yeah. I will uh, get some pleasure is what I will get. Now... I didn't want to um, bring... Okay, so uh, Bump Girl and I had an agreement that I wouldn't bring a knife on stage. For some reason, she doesn't like me to have wield a knife around her. So what I've done is I've pre-cut uh, a hole 
uh, in this cantaloupe, the fruity scoopy. Now, now, now I want you, I want you to very quickly, I want you to very quickly, that was step one, was to cut the hole. Uh, I want you to very quickly, could you guess for me what step two is? Can you guess? Can you guess what step two is? Um, hey, my mind's gone curiously blank. Hey, all right, that's fine. Because uh, uh, the next step, now you might be thinking, put some lube in it. It's a cantaloupe. You're fine. There's already lube in it. <laughs> what you actually want to do, and that's why... <sighs> okay, so you got the cantaloupe, and you, and you stick your dick in it, and you go, it's a little cold. That's the problem. That's the problem that this book fixes. This book... That's not the problem I was picturing. <laughs> What you're going to want to do is you're going to want to put this in the microwave <laughs> for 30 seconds. That's not a solution. Put, your, put it in the microwave for 30 seconds, and that will approximate. Wait, wait. What power setter? <laughs> Don't step my lines. All right. <laughs> for 30 seconds, and that will approximate human warp. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, you're worried about listeria, or you're a gentleman on the run, I have a side tip for you. Next card, please. A quicker alternative is using the watermelon this time. <laughs> Simply split it in two, carve out the right amount of flesh, and run it under some hot water before penetration. This provides a similar sensation for gentlemen on the go. <laughs> because, because gentlemen on the go often don't like to carry their sex dolls with them, so frequently what they'll do is carve half a watermelon with them. Honey, I don't have time for breakfast. Can you just wrap the watermelon up and I'll be on my way? Bunker, I, I feel like, uh, feel like, feel like you're a little uh, judging me. And I know why you're judging me is because you, uh, I've been doing uh, male sex toys here for us. Um, but that's okay. There's, there's a female sex toy. There's a female sex toy. Well, there's, there's many, uh, but I've chosen this one. I've chosen this one. Uh, it is called... The cell phone climax. <laughs> now, for this trick, can I borrow your cell phone? No. <laughs> wait, no, wait. No, I. No. No. Well, I feel like you're not uh, into that improv thing of yes. But that's actually, I, I planned for that. I planned for that. Now, you might think to yourself, you know, maybe it's one of those things you put the cell phone up against, uh, you know, the sort of bits. Uh, that's, that's actually not what we're going for here. I see why he's monkey fucking cantaloupes. What we're actually going to go for here, uh, next card, uh, you're going to put a condom. <laughs> On the cell phone. Now, hang on. Hang on. Do not grab the microphone from me because the next step after you put the cell phone... Uh, back up. No, 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 no. Back up. After you put the cell phone, uh, you're going to just shove it in your vagina. And then, you, and then you call yourself. Now, this is a beginner skill level. All right. All right. Now... Because Bump Girl has not uh, gone with me on this, and I planned for that, uh, I want to just run through. For some reason, I expected you to be a little bit grossed out. So uh, I want to just, next card, please. Uh, there are some other recommended projects in this book. Uh, no, 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 no. There are other. Yeah, what? Unlubricated. 
One word, ladies. La any ladies in the audience, that condom instruction was unlubricated. There's a very good reason for that, is that if you see a condom in a cell phone, you'll already be wet. So, <laughs> so, so there, there, are, there are three uh, projects I'd like to recommend for you. Uh, the first is the Gimp Mask. Now, this is a Gimp Mask that is made out of crocheted wool. You're thinking to yourself, you're thinking to yourself, that's hot. You're thinking to yourself, no, that's actually really hot. But um, All right. Uh, next card, please. That is the Positions Quilt. Now, this is actually not a sex uh, toy, exactly, as much as it is an uh, aphrodisiac, something to get you in the mood. Uh, the image is a little hard to see, but what you have here is a patchwork quilt with a bunch of drawings of penises and vaginas all over it. So that when you go into the bedroom, you know it's time. <laughs> yeah. Company. <laughs> uh, the final, the final project I want to give you here, the saddlebag. Now, <laughs> what? This is actually my favorite, my favorite project because when you uh, go through this book, there are 50, 50 different sex toys uh, for the ladies. By the way, uh, most of them are um, uh, the men. The men, the man ones are uh, take something, cover it in lube, and fuck it. Uh, the female ones are take something, put it in a condom, shove it in pussy. <laughs> I know I'm laughing. This is serious. Okay, but what you have is so let's say you have, for example, the wax candle dildo, which you've carved out of a wax candle. Uh, it recommends in the book, by the way, not to light it. Um, uh, you have the veggie dildo, where no, you do not just put a just put a condom on a, on a carrot. That would be weird. What you actually do is you carve ribs into the carrot for her pleasure. Isn't that nice? So then when you have all these together, what you do is you uh, put together a saddlebag uh, with all of your sexual accoutrements. And then you walk into the bedroom, which of course has the positions quilt laid out. And, uh, and you know it's time for love. And really, love is what it's all about. Can I get that theme song one more time? Hey, what's Lemon making now? Arts and crafty projects, wow! Just sit back, he'll show you how. It's Lemon's Craft Corner. Making stuff that's really neat. Crafty projects that can't be beat off to. You're all in for quite a treat. It's Lemon's Craft Corner. Da 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 da. Boners. That's, uh, uh, all right, now what we have up next, and I know, we've put you in the mood. I know. And so to that end, uh, we have Jimmy Franks coming up next to this stage. Now, now let's say you've got uh, all of these sex toys laid out for you, which I know you're going to go home and make. And, uh, and then you want to add a little bit more romance to the equation. By the way, the second half gets a little dirtier. <laughs> I feel like warning you 20 minutes already after it's already happened is really the best way to go. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah. So, so uh, uh, this is Jimmy Franks, and he's going to teach you how to talk sexy. Hey, everybody. Thank you for coming out tonight. 
Uh, tonight I'll be reading from the, the newly revised and updated Fine Art of Erotic Talk by uh, Bonnie Gabriel, How to Entice, Excite, and Enchant Your Lover with Words. Oh, it's wonderful stuff. But before we get started, uh, I'd like to play a little game with you guys. You, you all know Mad Libs? You ever played, when you were kids, you played some Mad Libs? So... Uh, where uh, I'm going to ask you for a type of word, like a noun or a verb or something, and uh, we'll pick one, and, and uh, we'll, we'll tell a little story later on. So okay. uh, if you'd help me out, uh, I need a, an article of clothing. Spats. Spats. Okay. Uh, a, a body... Spats. A body part. The arm. The arm. Uh, arm, please. And uh, a noun, a plural noun. Uh, what was that? Uh, boobs. Okay. Yeah. Actually, uh, that, that should be all right. Another uh, uh, a verb. Skydive. Skydive. And another verb, please. Murder. 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 Uh, another plural noun. Boners. Boners. Sure. Why not? Uh, another verb. More boners. Uh, more boners. That's not, That's not a verb. That's not a verb. Verbs, please. <laughs> as, in, as in how to goodbye my depression wipe up a little bit of this lube while you're picking this out it's like wipe an adjective please hairy turgid turgid it is uh, a noun Boner. oh come on we already did that one bison bison or bison 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 like a buffalo another noun water water uh, uh, name of a childhood pet. Stog. Um, an adjective. Wiry. Throbbing. A type of container. Sock. Sock. Yes. Uh, a verb. A Jimmy Franks. Uh, a weapon. Nunchucks. Grenade. Nunchucks. Grenade. Grenade. Nunchucks. Uh, an animal. Giraffe. Cheetah. A giraffe. And one more. A, a warm liquid. Lube. Lube. Lube it is. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll get back to that in a second. So back to the, the, the fine art of erotic what talk by Bonnie Gabriel. Uh, th- this book is divided into four parts. Um, uh, part one is initiation. It offers an overview of the varying ways you can use words to arouse a lover and techniques for... <laughs> Part two, seduction, demonstrates the many subtle ways you can use verbal foreplay to court a new lover or initiate a more familiar partner into the art of erotic talk. All right, maybe that's not your problem. Part three, mastery, offers a number of exercises and games to help you practice the art of listening and speaking erotically so that you can do so with ease and spontaneity. Fuck that. We're skipping to part four, enhancement. Yeah! This is the advanced course. It's devoted to more advanced forms of verbal erotica, such as talking dirty, exchanging erotic fantasies, and playing with power. Holy shit! Is there a power glove in here? I think there might be. I love the power glove. It is so bad. So, now, skipping ahead here, the the important thing to remember when you're talking erotically uh, is simply to keep your lover verbal company. For instance, you might describe what your partner's doing and how it affects you with statements like, it's so nice the way you move your thumb and forefinger around the edge like that. I wonder, nice. I wonder how it would feel if I did that with my tongue. We'll right? never know. We'll never know. 
I, I'm watching your nipples get hard as you touch yourself. And, I, and, and I'd love to be kissing them. And uh, I love the way you look when you excite yourself like this. It really turns me on. You may be able to excite your partner even more by offering specific directions, such as... I want you to stroke yourself very lightly, starting here at the bottom and slowly moving to the tip. I want you to spread your legs wide apart so I can see the pretty pink color of your inner lips. Then I want you to make little circles around your sweet, delicious love button. Love fucking, button. Hey, You're you fucking a, bossy. I can wait if you guys want to write some of this stuff down. <laughs> and, uh, and I want to keep looking into your eyes as you caress yourself. So that's all good stuff, but it gets yeah. better. You skip back into the book a little bit here. Um, and it also, um, it's got some, uh, some case studies. Okay. So let's see. That's, this is the story of Ed and Phyllis. Now that's a sexy. Yeah, I know. That's a se- it's a hot couple. Orgies, orgies, orgies. <laughs> so so because, because uh, Bonnie Gabriel also, she, she teaches classes. And so here's uh, Ed and Phyllis talking about what, what they learned from erotic talk. What I did with Ed to loosen him up and help him become more playful and imaginative with me in bed was to read to him, says Phyllis. Yeah. That is, I'd read a different story to him every night until I found a character whom he greatly admired or envied. Then I asked him to imagine himself as that character, how he looked, how he sounded, what he must be feeling and thinking and how he would make love to me. Nothing is over. Ed says, it, is, it really worked like a charm, says an obviously pleased Ed. I was especially taken with the X-rated comic book version of Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> what? It all comes back to Star Trek. As a confirmed Trekker, I had always admired the big, beastly-looking Klingon character, Worf. He was a man who was able to hold his powerful, primitive, and passionate emotions in check by his profound sense of honor and integrity. Excuse me, that is not a man, that is a Klingon, thank you. A male Klingon. When I make love to Phyllis's wharf, I'm able to bring out this courtly beast quality in me, which really drives her wild and makes me feel empowered, playful, and incredibly excited. Kapla! (laughs) Kapla! But you can put away your batleth and just use your words. And, and that's the great thing about the fine art of erotic talk because it gives you, if you're, maybe you're having a hard time, uh, because let's be honest, a number of people that Bonnie Gabriel interviewed uh, on the subject expressed an aversion to words like prick and cunt. Rob, a man in one of her classes, confessed that whenever a woman referred to his penis as a dick, it would dampen his ardor because dick was his uncle's name. And I, I think we can all relate to that. So, so fortunately, uh, Bonnie Gabriel uh, gives us a, uh, a kind of a rhyming dictionary of, well, not rhyming, but uh, just about every word you could think of for genitals. So, yeah, okay, here is the, the dictionary. Uh, penis, willy, wiener, sword, dong, phallus, longhorn, Mr. Happy, tree of life, scrotum, jewels, cock, rod, shaft, arrow, wick, root, love lance, Oliver Twist, dart of love, ball, swingers, dick, pecker, tool, bugle, lingam, love muscle, sugar stick, John Thomas, torch of Cupid, nuts, pounders, Peter Wang, sleek, uh, skin flute, organ, trouser snake, sweet meat, tomcat, little Elvis, flowering rod, basket, and bobblers. Jimmy Franks, Jimmy Franks, real quick. <laughs> Real, real quick. Yes. Um, from what you've learned in this book, can you construct, uh, off the top of your head, a, a sexy sentence using uh, the euphemism Oliver Twist? Um. And bobblers. <laughs> Something preferably in a British accent. 
Hello, ma'am, I'm Oliver Twist. Can I have some more bubblers? <laughs> Please? Can I have more? That's... I haven't finished the book yet. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm okay. still working no, on I'm it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, there's, pl- there's also plentiful uh, words for female genitals, such as pussy, slit, box, love purse, vulva, heaven, pubis, clitoris, star, cunt, gash, twat, su- sugar basin, labia, chalice, mouth, clit, beauty spot, quim, snatch, cranny, happy valley, portal, treasure, bush, cherry, pulse, yoni, vagina, cut of spawn, jelly roll, shrine of love, velvet, love button, and paradise. <laughs> this is Tourette's the book. And many more. Um, yeah, so, I mean... I'm going to wrap it up here. It's all just such good stuff. And I bought this at uh, Barnes & Noble, and I had it reserved under a fake name and had to explain to a very kindly young or kindly old lady that it, it wasn't for me. I, I mean, it was for me, but it was for a thing we were doing out here. And uh, so anyway, but, but, but looking through it, a lot of this stuff is really like, oh, I want to put, put my face in your love pillows. And it's all like, it's okay. But see, I knew you guys could do better. I knew you could do better than Bonnie Gabriel, and that's why I had you help me write some tonight. Uh, this, is, uh, this is a dialogue taken from Erotic Talk, and uh, it's a back-and-forth he-she thing, and I'll, I'll do my best to, to do it justice. So, he, take those spats off right now, wench. I want to see those magnificent arms heaving with desire for my boobs. <laughs> Gynecomastia, I guess. (laughs) I want to skydive your nipples until they murder. (laughs) Like wet boners against my tongue. I I think you might have some unresolved, like, latent desires, Dork, out there. I am so glad that you can't see. (laughs) She says, Oh my lord, you wipe me. You make my thighs tremble. He says, good. Now lie down over here so I can sink my lips into that turgid bison between your legs. (laughs) That actually works. (laughs) She says, oh, you rogue, my water is on fire. (laughs) Can you feel my stog pulsing against your tongue? And he says, Yes, my throbbing shaft is aching to plummet the depths of your warm, wet love sock. (laughs) She says, Oh, take me now, Jimmy Franks me with your mighty nunchucks. Ride me like a wild giraffe. Make me feel like a massive hot molten lube. <laughs> and that is erotic talk. Yeah! How to entice, excite, and enchant your lover with words. Available now at a fine bookstore near you. Thank you and good night. Just. 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 Okay. I, you can't see it, right? Okay, fine. All right, Jimmy Franks! Jimmy Franks, people from all over this great continent of ours. Notice I did not say country. Yes, we have Canadians. Yes, we let them in. One of them is coming up here at, you know, snort a snail's pace. Just kind of pick a face. All right. This lady right here, her name is Bump Girl, and she is going to teach you magical things. Bump Girl, ladies and gentlemen. 
Uh, this is the power of your subconscious mind. Um, it's apparently not just by Dr. Joseph Murphy, but is also a landmark best-selling self-health book from 1963. Um, I, I want you to know that the, the power of the subconscious mind, uh, we're going to give you a little background on the science of this. Um, so bear with me here, but the, this is, this is the, the sort of the way of the future from 1963. The, the absolute method, i.e., you know, the power of your subconscious mind, is like modern sound wave therapy. The absolute method of uh, prayer, for example, might be likened to the, remember this is a scientific background, likened to the sound wave or sonic therapy recently shown me by a distinguished physician who shall remain unnamed in Los Angeles. He has an ultrasound wave machine which oscillates at a tremendous speed and sends sound waves to any area of the body to which it's directed. This may sound familiar to me, to you, to everyone here who isn't from 1963, because these sound waves can be controlled, and he told me of achieving remarkable results and resolving something that we don't really care about. But however, to the degree that we rise in consciousness by contemplating qualities and attributes of God, do we generate spiritual electronic waves of harmony, health, and peace? Many remarkable healings follow this technique of prayer. Now, keeping in mind that where we're talking about using, like this is, this is sort of similar to something you heard earlier, but this goes deeper, way deeper. I mean, like you wouldn't believe how deep. How deep does um, it go? It goes right into chapter nine. Deep is the ocean. Um, with using the power of your subconscious for wealth. So, I mean... I like this plan. I mean, you can talk about the power of love, and you can talk about thinking positive thoughts and constricting your anus, but, I mean, this is what it comes down to, right? <laughs> Infidel. If, if you are having financial difficulties, if you are trying to make ends meet, it means, it means only one thing. You have not convinced your subconscious mind that you will always have plenty and some to spare. You know, and we all know these people, men and women who work a few hours a week and make fabulous sums of money. They do not strive or slave hard. Do not believe the story that the only way you can become wealthy is by the sweat of your brow and hard labor. It is not so. The effortless way of life is the best. Do the thing you love to do and do it for the joy and thrill of it. Oh, that sounds so sweet. That sounds awesome. Okay. However, you know, it's, it's, it's not just that because wealth is of the mind. Wealth, the whole concept is simply a subconscious conviction on the part of the individual. You will not become a millionaire by saying, I am a millionaire. I am a millionaire. You will grow into... Okay, think, about, think consciously about this. You will grow into wealth consciousness by building into your mentality the idea of wealth and abundance. Okay, it doesn't make sense yet. It's okay, it's okay. Um, moving yeah, on. The ide oh, here it is, here it is. The specifics, specifics. The ideal method for building a wealth consciousness. Perhaps you are saying as you read or listen to this chapter, I need wealth and success. This is what you do. Repeat for about, for about, about five minutes to yourself, three or four times a day, wealth, success. Not I am a millionaire, wealth, success. Because these words have tremendous power. They represent the inner power of your subconscious mind. The, the ones you're thinking with your conscious mind represent the inner power of your subconscious mind. 
Anchor your mind on this substantial power within you. Hey, bump girl, can we, can we lead the crowd in that? Everyone's already thinking it, right? I mean, I told you to. Right, but we can Wealth, verbalize it and, success, and make it a tangible thing. Wealth, success, you're thinking it, you're thinking it. You're using your subconscious mind to think consciously. Why can't anyone wrap their head around this concept? I'm thinking about water prostitutes. You see the <laughs> prostitutes this is a made distraction. Out of water. This is a distraction. Okay. Um, you, you, okay. Oh, look, it's got a response directly to you. You are not saying, I am wealthy. You are dwelling on real powers within you. There is no conflict in your mind when you say wealth. Furthermore, the feeling of wealth will well up within you as you dwell on the idea of wealth. The feeling of wealth produces wealth. Yes. Well, Keep this in well mind sense. at all times. Well, Your okay. subconscious mind is like a bank, a sort of universal financial institution. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Why doesn't the it back magnifies of my head whatever you deposit or impress upon it, whether it is the idea of wealth or of poverty. Choose wealth. Okay, so then does that mean that my thoughts then get reinvested into the capital gains market in order to uh, generate interest for the uh, profit-sharing entity? Well, I've, I've got a simpler uh, uh, thing. The, the, the exact following, the next head, headline in this is why your affirmations for wealth fail. Oh. So in spite of all the last five minutes that you've been thinking wealth and success, wealth and success, this is why you're failing. You fuckers. <laughs> I have talked to many people during the past 35 years whose usual complaint is, I have said for weeks and weeks, I am wealthy, I am prosperous, and nothing has happened. I discovered that when they said, I am prosperous, I am wealthy, they felt within that they were lying to themselves. Oh. One man told me, what? I have affirmed that I am prosperous until I am tired. Things oh. are now worse. I knew when I made the statement that it was obviously not true. The logical explanation that follows is his statements were rejected by the conscious mind and the very opposite of what he outwardly affirmed and claimed was made manifest. Oh. Every time. Oh, God. Your affirmation succeeds best when it is specific. You know, when not just saying wealth, success, wealth, success, but very specific. And when it does not produce a mental conflict or argument, hence the arguments made by this man made matters worse because they suggested his lack your subconscious accepts what you really feel to be true, not just idle words or statements. The dominant belief or idea is always accepted by the con subconscious mind. So I just have to think better. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> it's, not just, it's not just thinking. Um, the best, like, uh, the, okay. Before well, we go to that, we gotta, we, gotta, we gotta jump ahead. Um, there's a chapter entitled Your Right to Be Rich. Um, <laughs> and, and this is its sort of fundamental explanation. Um, it's because uh, poverty, and this is the headline, is a mental disease. <laughs> uh, <okay>. What? <laughs> what the hell? There is no virtue in poverty. It is a disease like any other mental disease. If you were physically ill, you would think there was something wrong with you. You would seek help and do not and do something about the condition at once. Likewise, if you do not have money constantly circulating in your life, there's something radically wrong with you. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. 
The urge of the life principle in you is toward growth, expansion, and the life more abundant. You are not here to live in a hovel, dress in rags, look at you all, and go hungry. You should be happy, prosperous, and successful. Okay. Uh, so basically, the thought process is you should be thinking entirely about wealth, and that will give you wealth. But if you don't have that wealth yet, you should, you're not thinking hard enough. Is that right? Well, right, and also okay. that you're diseased and, and bad. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> well, the true source of wealth, the true source of wealth, your subconscious mind is never short of ideas. There are within it an infinite number of ideas ready to flow into your conscious mind and appear as cash in your pocketbook in countless ways. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So how do I get the thoughts to appear as cash in my pocketbook? Well, this process will continue to go on in your mind, regardless of whether the stock market goes up or down, or whether the pound's sterling, or dollar drops in value. Your wealth is never truly dependent on bonds, stocks, or money in the bank. These are really only symbols necessary and useful. Of course, but only symbols. Okay, don't worry, don't worry. I can, I can sense the doubt within the room. There's, there's a heading for this, don't worry. It's why nothing happened. <laughs> so we anticipated your negative subconscious thoughts and I verbatim I can hear you saying oh I did that uh huh and nothing happened you did not get results because you indulged in fear thoughts perhaps 10 minutes later and neutralized the good you had affirmed when you plant a seed in the ground you do not dig it up you let it take root and grow for example, suppose you're going to say, I shall not be able to make that payment. Before you get further than I shall, stop the sentence and dwell a con on a constructive statement, such as, by day and by night, I am prospered in all my ways. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's, that that's what everyone was planning, Or King right? Arthur. Right? Hey, okay, there's, there's a little, I mean, oh, oh shit, what, okay. No, wait, no, forget everything I just said. Oh. We don't have to think about it consciously. Um, no, wait. Um, this, this is how it's going to work. It's going to work for real this time. Sleep and grow rich. What? Okay. Uh, okay. As you go to sleep at That's night, practice the following technique. Repeat the word wealth quietly well. and easily well. and feelingly. Well. Well. Do this over and over well. again. Well. Well. Just like a lullaby. No, no. Lull yourself to sleep with the one word wealth. You should be amazed at the result. Wealth should flow to you in avalanches of abundance. Uh, okay. Oh shit! I just woke up and my pillows turned into dollar bills. Well, guess what? This is another example of the magic power of your subconscious mind. I'm hey, fucking magic. rich! I'm rich now. I can buy everything at the vending machine. Hello, this is John Toast again. I'm the co-host of the F Plus podcast. Hello. Um, I'm about to introduce Lemon, and he's about to read a book that is going to undo everything I did in my reading. It is How to Be a Sexual God, and you're all going to be sinners after you hear it. Please give a warm welcome to the guy who's going to undo everything I did, Lemon.
Stop that music. Thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Lemon, and I am a sexual god. 30 minutes ago, I was a guy that was fucking a sock. <laughs> but then I repeated wealth to myself a little while, and I have become a sexual god. Now, I did not do it alone. I did it with the help of Mr. Dusty White. Uh, his book is called, If You Can Read It, How to Be a Sexual God in Three Easy Lessons. Books one and two, the lazy man's way to find, seduce, and control the woman of your dreams. Now, yeah, control, control. Uh, actually, actually, that says women of your dreams? Yes. <laughs> oh. Well, now I gotta rethink that. Okay, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, so every 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 uh, every student needs a terrific master. Dusty White is my master. Uh, I want you to gaze upon my my master right here. There he is. That's Dusty White. That's Dusty White, and he. Chad Kroger is falling on hard times. And he, in fact. He, in fact, is a sexual god. He has written many, many books. Oh, you can tell. Um, I think probably around two dozen books. Um, now, um, how Dusty White works this uh, is how to be uh, a sexual god is actually a compendium of other books that I was thinking of buying. Uh, one was called How to Date an Aries. One was called How to Date a Libra. One was called How to Date an Aquarius. I'm sure you get the point now. So what, what Dusty White has for us uh, in Act 1 of 2X... Uh, is just knowing someone's astrological sign, you can learn, A, how to fuck her, B, how good she'll be at fucking you, and C, how to get rid of her afterwards. Now, <laughs> this is sexual godhood. Um, I actually, I actually uh, so everything is broken down by astrological sign. Um, uh, could could you stand up? Could you come? Could you come here for a second, please? Is that is that? Thank you very much. Yes, come here for a second. Um, what's your name, my dear? Allison. Allison. This is Allison. Allison, uh, give it up for her, please. Woo! Don't be Thank tempted. You. Thank you, Allison. Uh, Allison, before we start, let's ask a very important question. How old are you? Seventeen. Brain hmm. scratch. <laughs> Allison, let's try. Let's try. Allison, let's try again. Allison, how old are you? Twenty-five. Fuck yeah! All right, there we go. Problem Allison, solved. Allison, perfect. That was that was beautiful. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Now, uh, can you tell me uh, your astrological sign? Virgo. 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 All right, Allison, if you'll sit back down for me for just a second. Allison, of course, remember that she's twenty-five. Twenty-five years old. <laughs> she's twenty-five years old. And this is a joke, right? We, we, okay. I just want to make sure we're all, we all know what's happening here. That I'm shirtless and I feel weird. Because she just said she's 17 years old. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's you fine. started this, now finish it. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so the Virgo woman. Uh, oh, good. Virgo, I forgot the chapter on Virgo. Because Virgo actually starts out with... Sex and the Virgo Woman, a study in excellence. Now, what you're going to have here is you have, you have a, a section. Uh, and all, I'm sure you maybe can see there's words and then there's lines. 
Uh, this is a quiz. This is a quiz that starts out the Virgo chapter. Uh, the quiz is about the plot of the movie Groundhog Day. <laughs> of course it is. Critical. It, it goes, uh, what was the name of the female part? Whoever it was Andy McDowell played. Uh, what part did Bill Murray play? The Bill Murray character. What did Chris Elliott, the blonde guy, do in the movie? Be Chris Elliott. And so it goes on. Um, okay, so, so, so then it has, uh, it has how to spot her. Um, you really want that girl, Aunt, the old man said, eyeing you from the corner of his good eye in an over-the-shoulder manner filled with skepticism that had obviously ripened from over the years, much like a fine wine that made you the question her desire for a moment. This is not a bad woman. Not a bad woman. As a matter of fact, she can be a wonderful companion. Her good qualities are her capacity. Note the word capacity. Uh, I... Ew! Ew! I mean, I mean, yes, yes, sexual godhood. I don't know why I said ew. All right, for friendship, orderliness, this should really not be understated, compassion, servitude, <laughs> to a cause, and quite often makes a mean chicken soup if you are sick. Oh, I see what you're doing there. So... Um, uh, if you are dating this woman, you must realize who she is. If you like this, great. Which I think is a really important thing in the woman that you date, is, uh, is if you like who she is, that's generally agreed upon. <laughs> that's a good sign. positive. I don't understand. All right. <laughs> um, so, uh, so then there's, uh, there's how to uh, get the... the uh, the Virgo girl. After the introduction, you quite possibly wonder if she has any turn-ons. Actually, she is loaded with them. Oh, but as wow. she is so damn picky, and sometimes downright prissy, at least compared to the Scorpio girl, the Leo girl, the Aquarius girl, the Gemini girl, oh, and let's not forget the Taurus girl, she masked them from herself. Practically, she's not so much as a turn-on for her as it is a prerequisite to being turned on. I think Taking risks is just girls. not her forte. Gotta be such a bitch. <laughs> I know. It's like they're like, I'm gonna be a study in excellence, and then they fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> this dude comes up to him, and then they don't put out. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, uh, she is either the saint or the slut type sexually, and you'll want to find out which one she is. Otherwise, you'll waste years of your life falling prey to her manipulative promises of sexual gratification. Uh, she so has she, STDs. No, not, that, not that he has any personal experience with that. <laughs> yeah, he, so she, she wants to have sex or she doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Very One of those two things point. is true. Uh, so then there's the chapter on what to do when you have her. Who cares? Let's get to the sex. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. I feel like this needs actually a little bit of sitting. Wait, there's, actu there's actually a section that says what to do when you have her. Uh, yes, and what to do when you have her. It isn't just one sentence of and then, fuck her? No. Um, well, so, so sex, as you see, has bombs oh, on the other side. Oh, so it does. Yeah, there's a rating for them. Uh, so sex with a, with a Virgo woman is generally not the most sensual experience you will ever treat yourself to. She is very high on technique and non-existent on emotional commitment or sensitivity. At best, sex with her is a series of techniques honed to perfection if she has spent any time actually perfecting her technique rather than an emotionally bonding experience. <laughs> Your goal is to get her to R-E-L-A-X and allow the outside world to slip away. Get her to focus on her pleasure by bringing out the best techniques, making sure that she is comfortable at all times without actually asking her if she is comfortable. 
Because what's the fucking point of that, really? <laughs> waste of time. Now, the other zodiac signs, you can just do whatever the shit you want. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Virgos There's, are the only one who care. Uh, Virgos, are, Virgos are not the turbo sluts. Uh, <laughs> uh, that is the cancers. Yeah. Who knew? Um, All right. Is her hair getting pulled by the couch? If so, that can be a real mood killer. <laughs> Only for Virgos. Only for Virgos. So Aquarius just fucking love it. Oh, there's gum in my hair. That's awesome. You know, is it just, <laughs> is it just me or is this a guy who looks like he'd be in the fucking Zodiac? Do not reupholster that couch or I will leave you. <laughs> All right, so, so if that happens, if that happens, talk to her through the experience. Get her to reveal what she likes and wants. Don't be insulted. It is her need for specific techniques and spots to be touched in certain ways. Not that your technique is lacking. So if she doesn't come, that's the bitch's fault. But, you know, kind of work <laughs> with it. Uh, she will open up slowly unless you have artfully applied alcohol. <laughs> Sir, I just artfully applied the pill to the alcohol. It was, it was, it am, was a technique. I am a Dada's painter and pouring Cuervo down bitches' throats. <laughs> or have her in one of her sluttier phases. Work on building her trust and do your best to bring her a few orgasms before you focus too much on yourself. Once you have blotted out every other man she has had sex with by doing this, her natural giving nature will engage, I'm sorry, emerge, and she will give back to you. Sexually, gifts. She will do favors for you. More than any other woman, you can make this one sexually satisfied. She will pay your rent! That is italicized. All right. Nope. You will fuck the money out of her. Well, she will be like a corn. She will be. She will be a corn star, corn star machine who stick your dick in. All right. Now, uh, there's a couple more chapters. Uh, so obviously, now that you fucked her, uh, there's a, there's actually quite a few subchapters on how to get rid of her. Uh, the first chapter is called "How to Alienate Her." Let's just let that live on its own, shall we? Something tells me that guy knows quite a bit about that. <laughs> I think he's good at that. Uh, okay, so that was that chapter. Uh, next chapter, how to get rid of her. Uh, okay. Step one, look like I do. <laughs> okay, so then there's what she wants you to know and what she doesn't want you to know. Uh, let's just skip to what she doesn't want you to know because otherwise you'd have to talk to her to find out the first thing, right? <laughs> so uh, so here's, how you, here's how to lie to her. If you ever lie to her, make sure that you jot down all the details in your laptop computer for easy reference. <laughs> be, be, be sure to name it lies I tell my girlfriend.txt <laughs> and leave it on the desktop. <laughs> because her photographic recall will dissect any flaws in the retelling. As a matter of note, even if you tell the truth, expect to be given the third degree, as having an analytical mind is not synonymous with having a perfect recall. Cover your ass at all times. Now, that's, uh, that's, the se- that's the section on uh, the Virgo woman. Now, there's a couple things that I want to go through uh, real briefly, real briefly, which is that, as I said, uh, this is a compendium of his uh, various books about uh, how to have sex with ladies. Um, it's not the only book he's written. It's not the only book he's written. He's also written another book. Uh, next frame, please. His other book is called 
the easiest way to learn Navi ever. <laughs> Volume <laughs> one <laughs> of eight. He's, he's a renaissance man. Volume one of eight. <laughs> the other seven to be published Bravo. at a later date, presumably. I see you with your clothes on. Uh, that so, was an avatar joke, thing. So let's... Uh, I didn't uh, get it, but good job. Uh, so let's just... Real quick, because I just feel like this is a nice shift from, uh, from his other book. Why do you even need the sexual god book if you know how to speak perfect Navi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's quite the mystery. So obviously you're learning, you're learning the language. You're learning the language of Navi, right? And so in doing so, he has a whole lot of uh, kind of workbooks. There's like flashcards and shit that you can print out to learn like uh, no stop raping me uh, in Navi. Um, uh, so this is a uh, this is a song that uh, that he wrote. All right, now just just again, I just want you to briefly remember all of that fucking disgusting shit. All right, so this is I'm not gonna give the whole song, but just the first verse. When I die and they lay me to rest, gonna go to the tree that's the best. When it's time for me to leave, I'm going up for the spirit in the tree. <laughs> This, this guy's a professional roadie who's just writing books, right? Uh, this is his entire rendition of a Navi version of uh, American Pie by Don McLean. <laughs> oh, my God. Read it! No, because I'm going to read this instead. Buddy, you're a boy making big noise, playing in the tree, gonna be a big man someday. You got mud on your face, animal grace, flying your banshee all over the place. Tarook, 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 Mach 2. If she's not turned on like that, she doesn't deserve you. Uh, Before we finish up uh, with this section here, and I put a shirt on, which I'm sure you're all looking forward to, um, uh, I actually want to bring you a little bit of, I went through, book one was the book about the astrological signs. Uh, can I get the uh, next frame, please? Yes. Book two is called Advanced Shit. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Advanced Shit. <laughs> Nope, instead of doing that. Because <laughs> I, honestly, I honestly feel like, I mean, I, mean, I could go, because that was the thing. I was like, I'm going to pick the astrological sign. Go with that. It's just more, you know, just weird misogyny. Um, so I, I actually want to go. Well, no, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna start off by reading the back blurb uh, of this book. And then we're going to read the credits of this book. So that's what we're going to do. Okay. For the first time ever, both volumes of How to Be a Sexual God are made available to the public. <laughs> Previously, these volumes had only been made available to the greatest teachers the, of the art of seduction of our very time. <laughs> the material contained herein has been left as close as possible to the original text, using astrology as a guide and framework for the lessons applicable to all women. When you hold in your hands is the master framework for the upcoming one-year course. One-year course. 
Turn yourself into the man that women fight over. In these pages, you will find information designed to make you think. It will challenge your most closely held beliefs about women. And if you study and practice what you discover here on paper and in between these lines, you will be well on your way to the mastery of women and great relationships. A classic in its own right. These two tests combined and binded to one comprehensive volume will serve as the basis for future teachings throughout all of the years. That was the back of this book. Now... Here's a sentence from this book. <laughs> Avatar came out on Dusty White's birthday, and he immediately considered itself a personal gift from James Cameron. <laughs> Thank you, James Cameron. <laughs> Dusty conceived of and wrote Learn Navi the Easy Way in early 2009 and went on to create Radio Avatar, a fan-based podcast about all things Avatar. So... Ladies and gentlemen, that is Dusty White. That is my time. Thank you very much. Before we, before we conclude, the man all women fight over. Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Ooh, sing me your Navi rendition of Radar Love again. And uh, <laughs> before, before I get, uh, before I get uh, my shirt on, uh, hello, Portex. You get to be by me shirtless. Uh, Portex is coming up to the stage. Run. Vortex is coming up next to the stage. Now I want you to actually bid. Uh, how, many, how many ways uh, would you like uh, to tell your lover that you love her? How many? How many? How many? Five more. More. A million. A million. You're actually too high now. You, uh, you have prices right over. This is 10,000 ways uh, to tell your lover that you love her. Uh, Vortex, ladies and gentlemen. This is 10,000 Ways to Say I Love You. This is by a man named Gregory J.P. Godek. Uh, if you recall, is the Marvel villain who is just a giant head with little arms and legs sticking out. Uh, <laughs> all right, so a few things about this book is that uh, Godek cheats on this book a lot. <laughs> he, uh, he makes up stupid little... Yeah, little tiny uh, lists, like just for example on here, uh, he has something like, uh, one item is, what does she need right now? And then the next item will be like, does she need flowers or a hug? And the next item under that will be like, does she need attention? It's like, you can't fucking do that, but he does. So, since skipping all around this book would be crazy, I have this all printed out here. Okay, now you may be, you may notice that there's a running theme here. It's really subtle, but you may be able to pick up on it. Let's see if you can figure out when we're done, alright? Alright, number 2007. The ultimate pizza date coupon. The coupon holder chooses the pizza joint and the toppings. Coupon givers treat. So you make, yeah. Now you make the coupon yourself. So. I love you radically. All right, now, number 4,832. So this came after the pizza thing. Number 4,832 is celebrate holidays together. That was he. He got almost he got almost five thousand into it before he thought about celebrating holidays with his wife. 
It's not romantic. That's now, an obligation. Now, to, to Happy contrast. Boxing Day. I love you. Now, to contrast, number 13 is write custom word balloons on his favorite newspaper comic strip. <laughs> yeah. What? And, uh, now... <laughs> Prince Valiant <laughs> says, I love you. <laughs> Honey, why did you change every bubble of Doonesbury? This is weird. <laughs> Number 29 is hide a pair of earrings and a box of chocolate. Yeah. 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 Oh, God, I cracked a tooth. Yeah. Now, oh, God. Or just use poison. Yeah, yeah. Just Now, remember, you know, 4,832 celebrate holidays together. Number nine is shoot your TV. What? To say I love you, shoot your TV. Whatever you say. That's true. That's true. Whatever you say. Number six thousand and ninety-five is hide a small note in a pizza box. So what's with all the pizza? Honey, you're fat, and I love you. <laughs> I tell him, stock. There's no, there's, this guy's an obsessed with pizza. What are you talking about? Number 61 is... Have stained note. <laughs> on, number 61 is simply plan sexy surprises. With pizza. <laughs> yeah, just hide in a giant pizza box. That's pretty out of it. Heat up a number cantaloupe se- for him to fill <laughs> <laughs> number, number 79 is use your logical abilities and your creative abilities to express love. Which I, I thought that's what this fucking book was about. <laughs> But number or just buy a book. Yeah. <laughs> or a pizza. Your logical abilities. Number 2076. Circle a date in her calendar in red, but don't tell her why. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> now, love stabby day. <laughs> yes, officer, he circled a date and then he bought a gun. Right. I'm yeah. very scared for myself. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he already shot the TV. <laughs> Maybe that's the next time that show comes on. I don't then know. Then he shot the TV. Yeah. yeah. So now number thirty-seven of uh, ten thousand ways to say I, I love you is never, never, never wallpaper together. <laughs> ne- what? Yeah, that, that seems kind of. There is no context. There's, a, there's, there's no outside context it. for that. There's a story behind that for sure. Yeah. Number 3072, order a pizza with all the toppings she likes best. Yeah. Honey, I love you. Also, I'm really, really hungry. Yeah. 10,000 ways to say I love you with pizza. <laughs> 10,000 ways man. to say I'm I love pizza. I'm myself inside the pizza. <laughs> Number 3074, favorite gifts for men, hobby related stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just whatever shit he's into, get him shit he likes. That's a secret. That's a secret, huh? Number 4,864. Become famous for your oddball parties. Ellipsis. Again, no, no outside context for that either. Number We're all 1, wearing our clothes backwards. I love you. Toffee. <laughs> make Halo land parties, maybe? Uh, number 1,983. Touch your partner with your eyes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Honestly, could you? Ow! I think that would hurt. That's vortex. Could you? Could you repeat that one? Sure. I don't think I heard it right. Touch your partner with your eyes. Why? 
Hey! Okay, I'm sorry I asked for you. Well, he's got contacts glued all over his body, and that's only for me. That's okay, okay, that one might not be so good, but uh, 2080 is pretty good. Christmas stockings. <laughs> filled, with, filled with pizza. Christmas stockings. No, Christmas stockings. I think he's just looking around the room. Yeah. Oh, right. Stalker during Christmas. <laughs> See, I'm just I'm imagining the personal story behind this. Christmas stockings. Or did you forget? <laughs> okay, okay. Three thousand one hundred and thirty one. Save the last slice of pizza for him. <laughs> That's personal sex. Yeah, yeah. Honey, I love you like I love this pepperoni. <laughs> Number 7,771. Surprise her with a briefcase stuffed with milk duds. What? No! Don't do that! Yes. I would be surprised. I would, yeah. <laughs> Wait, was that a was that a briefcase? A briefcase, a briefcase stuffed with milk duds. Pizza and milk duds. Like a stuffed with milk duds. <laughs> Janet, where's the Henderson report? I don't know. I got all these milk duds in my. <laughs> I hope Henderson likes milk duds because that's what he's fucking getting. Gentlemen, here's my very important report. Apparently, it's a ton of milk duds. I'm fired. <laughs> Number 7,304. Don't problem solve, don't give advice. Uh, just, num- yeah. just give up. Yeah. Num- number 4,607. Tickle. <laughs> number 9,409. Use alphabet cereal to spell out love messages. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Brought to you no. by Alphabet Soup. Now, Lemon, you're you're making jokes. I mean, sorry, come on. This, sorry, this sorry, book sorry. isn't about pizza. This isn't okay. This sorry. is no. Sorry. See, three thousand five hundred sixty-two is eat dinner at the best pizza joint in town. <laughs> <laughs> Only the best. Yeah. A pizza made out of milk yeah. duds. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so one of the ways he cheats is. Uh, 2,274 through 2,639 are that there's 365 days in the year and each day is special. So you can try to find different ways to celebrate each day. So October 30th, October 30th, celebrate Henry the Fonz Winkler's birthday. I bought us matching leather jacket. <laughs> Even Henry Winkler doesn't do that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 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 to to December. Hey, hey. Let's <laughs> yeah, get some pizza. You want some pepperoni or sausage? Hey. <laughs> sit on. Sit on the pizza. <laughs> December first. Celebrate the anniversary of the invention of bingo. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Okay. That. Okay. Those might not be sexy. Those might not be sexy, but here we go. December 14th, the screw was patented in 1798. Celebrate as you will. No, no! <laughs> I'm going back to the cantaloupe! <laughs> 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 Number, that's okay, because 
Okay, so that was kind of weird and didn't make any sense, but 4,891 uh, 4, 4, is Be His Gopher. Uh, yeah. Wait, what? Be His Gopher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Got to check it up. Okay, 8,658. Heads, it's takeout pizza. Tails, it's takeout Chinese. <laughs> and it is always heads. <laughs> you better, you better fucking one hope it's coins, it's always heads. That's okay. Well, here's, well, this is where you get the coin for it, because 2,652 is fill her purse with quarters. <laughs> Gee, my purse is really heavy. I don't know why. Oh, it's full of quarters. Yeah, I etched in Washington saying I love you. Very, very Fucking go deck. <laughs> Keep it in your wallet, bro. You okay, Levin? <laughs> You're laughing because you did that already, didn't you? <laughs> For 8,948 is Banagram, a love note on a banana. <laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs> Honey, I think you love for, food Levin? more than love you love Love note on a banana. Number 3,877, focus on fondling. Focus on it, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, 3,824 through 3,849 is an A to Z list to inspire your love. Ask your partner to pick a letter. He or she has 24 hours in which to perform a loving gesture based on any of the keywords below. Here are three of the, wor- here are three of the letters. K is for kissing, kinky, kittens, and koala bears. No, 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 no. Yes. I'm, str- I'm strangely okay I'm whiting them out. I'm whiting out the commas in there. Honey, I broke into the zoo again. <laughs> P is for poppies. P is for poppies, polkas, panties, and pizza. <laughs> S. S is for sex. <laughs> That's yeah. Like, yeah, that was the only one for S. Is that seriously it? Yeah, S is for sex. Oh my god. And that's good enough for me. Uh, um, sex and sausage. <laughs> 3,782 is fireballs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simply fireballs. 6,739 is wear matching ski caps. To say I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Number, two, number 2092, a running theme in this uh, episode today is take your Trekkie to a Star Trek convention. <laughs> <laughs> Set phasers to kill one. <laughs> now, one of the ways he also cheats is he, puts, there's, he makes different uh, individual items quotes on love. So this quote is, love does not and cannot hurt. It is the absence of love that hurts. And that quote's by Gregory J.P. Godek. Hey, wait a minute! That's the dude who wrote the fucking book. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh wait, that's fine. It's cool again. Six thousand one hundred and one is make a heart shaped pizza. Yeah, it's it's cool. We're cool again. We're back on track. And then you get a call back from Domino saying, "Please stop requesting this. <laughs> it will not happen." All right, so we get in the <laughs> we get into the final stretch here. 5,510 is kiss a message in Morse code. <laughs> On her, I don't know. S-O-S. 6,082 is 
it's kind of fun to do the impossible, which is a quote by Walt Disney. Uh, I love you. That re- yeah, that relates to nothing, but that's cool. 5,316. Get to know your partner better by asking quirky questions. Like, Aww. if you were stranded on a desert island, would you wear clothes? And what kind of pizza would you eat? Yeah. <laughs> stranded on Pizza Island. Uh, 6,408 is keep one fresh rose in the house at all times. <laughs> however, however, just eight items later, 6,416, it says, don't buy roses on Valentine's Day. It's expected. Well, yeah, you buy it the day before, and you keep it in a cryogenic case. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And these contradictions. This book was not divinely inspired. And finally, 9,565,delicious-pizza-coupon-good-for-one-date-at-the-best-pizza-joint-in-town-which-if-you-recall-2007-was-the-ultimate-pizza-date-coupon-where-you-go-to-the-best-pizza-joint-in-town-so-he-k
Yeah. What, I what I now present to you represents my approach and my insight after years of watching and studying human behavior. I have seen so many unnecessary suicides and homicides in my career. I believe that an understanding of the principles of MMA, remember, it's not that MMA, <laughs> could possibly, in the acute situation, prevent a potential suicide or homicide or even a rape. What? My hobby, this, this is the next paragraph, next sentence. My hobby is sleight of hand magic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have practiced sleight of hand magic and mentalism, the art of mind reading, for many years now. I have performed commercially for many different types of people, from presidents to supermodels to street children to tribespeople. Still no jump. I believe I have sufficient background knowledge and experience to teach you what to do in a potentially life-threatening situation. Throw cards at people. <laughs> With your mind. Yes. Yeah. I have advised women, based on my MMA principles, on, on what to do if they were to be involved in a potentially life-threatening situation such as a rape attack, and they have told me that it was the best advice they had ever heard. Who are these women? Please note at the outset that MMA should work in almost every conceivable life-threatening situation except one. That situation involves an attacker who is under the influence of what is known as a Giannos cocktail. What? What? <laughs> this is an attacker who can't be reasoned with. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Not even with magic tricks? <laughs> Not even with a... Is this your card? <laughs> he could be an angry ex-child soldier with no social conscience. Only ex-child soldier. High on alcohol, drugs, <laughs> adrenaline, <laughs> testosterone, and be in possession of a gun, etc. So if he's angry, this might not work. <laughs> <laughs> MMA is unlikely to work on an attacker such as this. Mindset. Let me begin by saying that MMA is taught now for then. This technique is best studied now and applied later in a dangerous situation. <laughs> so don't have this book out as the person is stabbing you no. and flipping through it, because that's really not what it's about. No, don't, it's better to... Don't travel through time yeah. into the past. Uh, sir, sir, I feel like if you read chapter four, you'll realize you're in error. <laughs> ow, you're stabbing me, ow. <laughs> Here's a question. What should a woman do if she is about to get raped? Should she fight or lie there? According to my MMA technique, these answers are all wrong. <laughs> if the woman fights, she will get injured or, in the worst case scenario, killed. If she lies there, she will not prevent the rape, and she may get infected with a sexually transmitted disease or worse, like getting raped. <laughs> According to my MMA technique, you need to think the situation through beforehand when you are safe and quiet and thinking clearly and unemotionally. For instance, you could brainstorm this scenario with some friends in a coffee shop while sipping a cappuccino. <laughs> so tell me, Lindsay. What would you do if you were thought raped? about being raped? Oh, yeah, totally. That would be almost as bad as getting a sexually transmitted disease from the rape. This is good coffee. It's Nescafe. <laughs> uh, now, throughout the book, this guy has 14 principles, and uh, he, it's like summed up with one sentence usually, but he goes on and on about them. Uh, the first principle is you need to change the subject matter and emotionally hook the aggressor in a new subject. 
Hey, how about those twins? This requires advanced skills. You could rank okay. that building across the street. <laughs> There's somebody even more vulnerable looking over there. Uh, uh, in regards to misdirection, <laughs> advice for a rape situation. And this is what really made me decide I wanted this book. My advice is the following. When faced with a potential rape situation, fake an epileptic attack. <laughs> what? Yes. Go down with your head bent the wrong way. I, yes. really, I honestly feel like you get a 50-50 shot with that. <laughs> yes, tell your female friends. I think this is the best possible way out of a potential rape situation. Oh, my. Oh, Jesus. This was written by the rapist point of view. Yeah. <laughs> Let no. me tell you what I like. <laughs> I like epileptic girls. No male, no matter how sexually depraved, will be able to rape a woman if she looks like she is having a violent epileptic attack. Did you uh, do any field interviews on this? <laughs> Surely these rapists have standards. They're not total monsters. Come like, on. Whoa. This month's Cosmo quiz. <laughs> Watch videos. <laughs> no, please study epileptic attacks. Take a look at the details. Watch videos of epileptic attacks on YouTube. <laughs> the convulsions must look real. That is where the acting and presentation come in. You don't want to half-ass your fake uh, seizure. So, so at, at this point, at this point in the book... What you've, what you've done is you've, you've sat alone at home, thought about being raped, you've had conversations with your friends about what it would be like to be raped, and then you've gone on YouTube and just watched video after video of people in epileptic fits. Yes. Okay, I think it's better from here. So the second print, I'm just going to tell you the second principle. I didn't find anything really funny about this. It's just kind of all bland is uh, infect them with silence. So I guess the idea is there is don't say anything and the problem will work itself out. Uh, I don't know. Are you in Depeche mode? Is this... Is this? <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, he advises us in the next chapter about perspective. We are aware that there are things we know. There are also things which we know we do not know, and there are things which we are so completely unknown that we are currently unaware they even exist. Wait, that's what? Yeah. That's Donald Rumsfeld. Oh. That is an exact quote from Donald Rumsfeld. <laughs> He's known for he his peaceful... To, he looks up to the Don. What can sure, I say? Yeah, yeah, okay. Donald Rumsfeld's the most peaceful man in the world. It's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a silent treatment. MMA is all about the predictable aspects of people and their behavior in certain situations. It is about mind reading, martial arts, somehow, and using the tools I'm going to teach you offensively or defensively. Sound familiar? I just read that a little while ago. <laughs> Similar to practicing martial arts, you will, with time and practice, come to learn and appreciate these skills, and you should become a better person. A healer, if you will. <laughs> how, I, he doesn't explain how you are a healer. Uh, he just, what is yes. happening in this book? Uh, here's a quote from Benjamin Franklin. Do not anticipate trouble or worry about what may never happen. Keep in the sunlight. Now there's a whole section on how to keep in the sunlight. <laughs> this is very important when practicing MMA. Your face needs to look as though you are receiving rays of sunlight. <laughs> what? Uh, Imagine... man! <laughs> Imagine your face is relaxed and receptive the way it is on a gloriously sunny day. 
The slightest frown or tension in any of the facial muscles will prevent the MMA techniques from working. <laughs> wow. So don't have that yeah. Yes. It's one thing. It's very easy to not flinch when a guy's trying to rape you. Yeah. So I think it's. That's yeah. the third principle, by the way, is keep in the sunlight. Uh, if you pretend that you are surrounded by rays of sunlight, then this will subconsciously affect your body language in a positive way. Trust me on this. Sure. Yeah. I have no Moving reason. On. I have no reason not to. Uh, the fourth principle is become an accomplice, which is pretty much like saying to the guy, "Hey, I'm on your side." Like, I want to I kick my ass, too. Look, you like rape, and I like for you to rape hey, me. Hey, I'd fuck like, me. Just, yeah, yeah, that guy's a jerk. Shut up, me. <laughs> uh, at the very end, before we carry on, I'd like to introduce you to a new concept, blah, blah, blah. Uh, keen observation of you. I call this theory Dom SWAT, which is very catchy. It's an, it's an acronym. DOMSWAT is an acronym for the Diametrically Opposite Mood Sine Wave Test. And the theory is based around the fact that, incorrect colon, if you are capable of one extreme of emotion, you are capable of the other extreme of emotion. And this is like, there's, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't do the fancy like, graphic stuff, but there is an actual diagram of a sine wave on this book. If you don't know what one looks like, so, so um, apparently math. So anyway, <laughs> it just says if, if you're capable of 85% manic excitement, then you're capable of 85% depression. So, yeah, so I, I don't know what 100% means. I don't know what 0% means, really. Uh, I'm, he's got some case studies here. I'm just going to read one. In the field of forensic pathology, we also come across a so-called crime of passion. This is a very violent crime where someone was stabbed or shot multiple times because the aggressor acted on a sudden emotional impulse. According to the Dom SWAT theory, if the attacker... Wait a minute. He misspelled his own acronym in this book. <laughs> I, I just realized that now. D O M S W O T. If the attacker experienced such a vast amount of hatred, he she must have experienced at one time the same amount of love for you, maybe someone. Uh, I'm gonna skip on down to. Uh, I'd like this MMA in the boardroom meeting, which is, a, which is a novel I'd like to see. But the ninth principle, I'm just going to skip to that. Um, compare them to others and make them one better. In, the, in this principle of MMA, it's important to stroke the aggressor's ego in a very subtle manner, a so-called ego massage. It's like, hey, you're looking pretty good. I don't want to have sex with you, but oh, God, no, stop. Eleventh <laughs> principle, fail the interview. Fail the interview at the primary scene. MMA teaches you to, quote, fail the interview, and this is the 11th principle. You can only be included in another person's world if you allow yourself to be interviewed by them. Excuse me, what would you say is your greatest weakness in being raped? <laughs> uh, my, my inability to sell a realistic uh, yeah, you seizure. you one box full of apples and one box full of oranges and one box full of rape, and none of them are he, he gives an example. The following example describes a man approaching a woman at a bus stop. Oh, God. Excuse me, madam, what is the time? The man asks. Three o'clock, replies the woman. Strange weather we're having, isn't it? The man asks. Yes, replies the woman. Are you from around here? The man persists. No, I am not from around here. Enjoy your day. The woman ends the conversation, and, he, and she has failed his interview. 
and so he rapes her. <laughs> right? No, that's a good thing. Failing is good. I don't know why, but it's good. Uh, oh, okay. Well, there's some in the in the meeting between two people. There is always an element of marketing going on. One person is either selling an idea or themselves to the other person. A conversation between two people is actually like a low-grade marketing interview. Both are trying to sell an idea or concept or themselves to the other. Now when one fails the interview, one does not allow oneself to enter the reality of the other person. You're not stabbing me. (laughs) One fails their marketing interview. Most people want a reaction. Most people want to draw you into their world, their idea, and their reality. Twelfth principle. What would it take for this not to be a problem? (laughs) This dick that is not in my ass. (laughs) That's not a problem. Why type questions hurt people because they are judgmental and people don't know how to respond. For example, why are you wearing that hat? This question contains an element of opinion and judgment. Blah, blah. The why? (laughs) Because it's cold outside. Why type questions are not recommended in MMA, nor are how type questions. For example, how do you two know one another? It's like, what are you trying to say, man? How do we know each other? I'll kick your ass. (laughs) The the correct type of question is a what question. (laughs) This is the best type of question that can be asked in a life-threatening situation. (laughs) Someone is going to jump out of a window, ask them this question. Someone is going holding a gun to your head, ask them this question. (laughs) If you're having by the way, there aren't actually any questions you should ask, it just ends the bullet point with a semicolon. If you are having relationship problems, ask your partner and yourself this question. If you are in any irreconcilable conflict situation, ask this question. And if you have a bad habit you can't break, like smoking, gambling, whatever. The 13th principle is kind of dumb. What do you really want? (laughs) Yes. Not rape. I will tell you that. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Not. Rape. On rape is on the top of the list. Yeah. And Whatever is the opposite of rape, I want this, that. This last principle, the 14th one, I think he only included because he didn't want 13 principles, because 13 is an icky number. <laughs> because there are two paragraphs here, and they are both of them two sentences long for the 14th principle. Uh, the 14th principle is what are the specifics? It gets down to the nitty gritty. I thought the nitty gritty was like a broad. No. No. They're, they're a dirt band. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. After having misdirected and avoided the conflict situation, you can now engage and communicate with the person instead of running the hell away. <laughs> MMA teaches us only to engage and communicate once the acute emotional storm is out of the way. This whole thing is about communicating while the emotional storm is going on. I don't know, I don't once the dust is settled. In other words, confront the person only once they are thinking rationally and reasonably. <laughs> like, for example, after they've came. <laughs> Closing statement. I am happy to have shared these thoughts with you. And who knows? Perhaps MMA will save a life. If not someone else's, then perhaps your own ellipsis with nothing else to say. Perhaps your own. <laughs> Yay! Yay! It's Isfahan, one more time. Isfahan, please. Isfahan! Uh, There are are two very important announcements that I need to make. Uh, The first, as I know that you know, uh, we had a second part planned for the F Plus Live. Um, We did have some ska band. I don't know if you saw the video that we put out. 
Uh, but we did have some ska bands that were scheduled. They, of course, all um, all uh, um, canceled on us. Uh, we got some uh, we got some uh, line uh, some replacement acts. Um, but unfortunately, I just got an email just now. Let's pretend. And um, and uh, the following bands uh, have uh, canceled on us as well. I'm sorry to inform you this, but I just want you to know going forward. Uh, the President of the United States of Scamerica, Tescament, N Skank, the Skanking Pumpkins, Alaska Ska, <laughs> Huskadoo, uh, <laughs> the Ska Reaming Trees, <laughs> Rage Against the Skasheen, Skatak, Skatak, Ruka Skalt, uh, Scobbin Hitchcock and the Egyptians. <laughs> Scar Rule. Sir Mick Scalot. <laughs> Scat Boy Slim. He already canceled before. Uh, kids on the Scott already canceled. They were in the video. I just went through this. Um, and uh, the, uh, uh, the, also the Ska cover bands of other Ska bands. Uh, Prop Ska Gandhi. <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> Ska Operation Ivy. Against all Ska authority. The Voodoo Glow Ska Alls. <laughs> Thank you for noticing the joke, yes. Um, and finally, my two th- personal favorite bands. Uh, my personal two favorite bands. U2 Tone. And Wilson, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to inform you uh, that, uh, that all, of, all of those bands have canceled. And, uh, sorry. sorry. Sorry, I'd just like to inform everybody that helicopter rides have also been canceled. Oh. And as long as I got him up here, this is Mr. Boots Raingear, our uh, sound engineer, a, a very good friend and compatriot of myself. Let you go that way, please. All right, that's fine, too. Uh, come on up here, please. We're going to do this in order. It's all very easy. No, no, please walk this way. Walk, walk this way. All right. Uh, this right here is Stog. Uh, there were a very few people that saw Stog do Chameleonaire's Riding. And uh, for those that, of you that didn't, you fucking got unlucky. That's Stog! <laughs> a Maryland native who likes guns and nonviolence. This is Isfahan! <laughs> my co host, my good friend. And the guy who I put together with me uh, on the podcast because my voice sucks and his does not. This is John! A man that I just met yesterday and I already love him a lot. I really, really do. He's very funny. He's very enthusiastic about things. This is Mr. Kumquats Up! Also known as Erica Skadu. (laughs) 
Uh, everything that you have heard uh, has been uh, all because of this man right here. He is the man responsible for these mics. Uh, he is the man responsible for a lot of our, our sound qualities. Plus, he's a great dude, Jimmy Franks! <laughs> he told me today that he was wearing his good metal hoodie. His good metal, not his bad metal hoodie. His, uh, was it was best? It was best, you're right. His best metal hoodie, under which he has his best metal t-shirt. I don't need to tell you, I don't need to tell you, this is a guy that really likes metal. This is Jack Chick! I don't, uh, I had nice things to say, but then I felt like she started judging me, and I feel like things kind of got... Okay, uh, I'll, uh, that's uh, Bump Girl. Okay, coming up next. We got one of our guest readers. Uh, this is someone who has braved the depths of the internet like none other. This is Zarla. Someone who taught poor Lyman who's out back somewhere really enjoying himself for the first time, whatever in the truest way possible, the 10,000 ways to say I love you to your cantaloupe. Here's poor tax. Somebody's hiding in the wings of the stage who really doesn't like to be stared at. Everybody stare at Victor Laszlo, who hasn't said a thing tonight, but has sent some marvelous technical support. Yay, Victor. And we'll say yay, Victor, anytime you want. Fucking hell! Like, hey, there you go. Here, you can have that back now. Thank you very much. Uh, I want to thank everybody who came out, including some of the people that did not get the stage time. Uh, Sandy Asen out here from Florida. Zarla out here from Los Angeles. Balder out here from Illinois. Schwa out here from also Illinois. Uh, Mr. Three, I don't even know where you're from. Wallach, I forget. Uh, Ian from a couple blocks away. And, uh, and to everybody, honestly, this has been a magical and wonderful experience, and thank you so very much for sharing this with me. Lest we forget the man who made it all possible, Lemon! <laughs> and Bunny Bread, and Bunny Bread, who is currently in a very bad state right yeah. now, and we wish him yeah. the best. Uh, and that's all the time that we have for this F Plus Live. For all of you who came down, for whatever reason you decide to, my name is Levin, you people are fantastic. Thank you, please have a very good night. T-H-E-F-P-L dot U-S. If you don't know that, why the fuck are you here? Yeah. <laughs> who are you people? I stumbled into the bar. As a closing note, the Fresh Ass Comedy Tent has been canceled. Thank you. <laughs>